That's a beautiful image, huh? The, fall, the hall filled with guests. We look around and uh, how beautiful and exciting that the Lord of the universe invites us to that. We're, as we continue on our all-parish RCIA, we're going to start moving into the sacraments. So the next time I preach is going to be about baptism, but I want to kind of lay the groundwork. How many of you know what sacramentality means? The sacram sacramental. So uh, just want to talk about that today to lay the ground for the sacraments, because sometimes I think we uh, limit the sacraments to like a specific time and place, which it is, but it, we can have such a more expansive and exhilarating view of what the sacramental life is all about, the sacramentality that, that God wants to speak to us in each time and each place all the day long. So there was this kid, little kid, and each day he went home from school and there was this bakery, this awesome bakery, and they had a big glass window out front. He could size up the donuts and he knew which one he, he liked and would love to eat one day. And as he walked home from school one day, an elderly lady, elderly lady with gray hair came by and she said, uh, oh, what are you doing? He goes, oh, you know, I'm just looking at these donuts. She goes, would you like one? And he said, sure. So they went inside and they were talking and she goes, which one? She, he goes, that maple bar right there. So he got that maple bar and uh, she, they were talking back and forth a little bit. And then the little kid looked up at the elderly lady and he says, are you God? She goes, no, I'm not. I'm his daughter, and he, and he loves you very much. That's sacramentality, the meeting of, of God's love and how he wants to touch and bless us. So whether the elderly lady knew it or not, she was acting in a sacramental way. Uh, uh, sacrament means oath, covenant, and she was sharing the, the covenant of God with this little boy. By treating that boy to his favorite donut, she was in that way, that was the way that he encountered God. In understanding ourselves as a family of faith, the whole sacramental life of the church is for the purpose of meeting our loving God and experiencing him. As the lives of souls are born and nourished and fulfilled through our opening heart to our hearts to Christ in the sacraments and the sacramental way of life, we learn that the whole experience on earth can be a sacramental one of becoming a loving friend with God and each other. Remember, a sacrament is a meeting of children with their father. I never heard these kind of things growing up, how personal and loving and familial that was that I could relate. Oh, it's a time to meet with my father who loves me. It's perfect for me. So St. Augustine taught that a sacrament is a visible sign of the invisible. And we want to remember that the invisible reality, most of reality is unseen. There is so much to look forward to. Yes, we have experiences of goodness and beauty and truth this side, and God will pull back the veil at times. The Holy Spirit allows us to see it. But what awaits us for uh, is, is, is the heart, in many ways, of reality. We get, we get enough that God will continue to, to, to encourage us and lead us on. But uh, the reality that God has prepared for us will literally just blow us out of the water. In the broadest sense, any person, community, object, place, anything else in creation through which we encounter God's loving presence in a new and deeper way can be considered a sacrament in the broad sense, the sacramental life that we uh, profess 
as uh, Catholics and Christians. So, the visible sign of keys, that can lead us to a lot of things. Like the visible sign of my car keys, that leads me to the Call family. And uh, how much we have shared over the years, 25, 30 years, suffering, great suffering, and joy, and friendship, commitment, forgiveness. And uh, it can lead me, this keys, when I look at my keys to them, and how I know that they love me, and I know that I love them. Or I can even look at the keys as the keys that were given to St. Peter to bind and to loose, to forgive, and how I get to share in that thousands and thousands of times as God heals his sons and daughters through the sacrament of confession. You have a picture of somebody in your house, family, that, that's, a, that's a sacramental. It's a, it's, it's a way that you're in touch with God and that love. You have a picture of Mary, a statue of Joseph, St. Francis, whatever that might be, that, that's living in a sacramental way. It can be a meal reminding us of the meal, the feast that we're all invited to, a sunset on sunset cliffs or wherever that might be in the ocean. Or it can be an elderly woman you see buying a donut for a little boy. Connecting us to the invisible reality made visible of God's love. The teaching of sacramentality is so awesome because it says that God's transforming power can be found in any person, place, or thing. Because Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and his presence fills us and the whole cosmos. There is no place he is not if we but open our hearts to that. Here's how the English poet Elizabeth Brown, Barrett Browning rejoices in God's presence among us. Earth is crammed with heaven, and every common bush afire with God, but only they who see take off their shoes. The rest sit around and pluck back blackberries. Earth is crammed full of heaven. Really, if you want to say, what is a sacrament? The sacrament is Jesus. So Jesus is the sacrament of God. So he is the invisible God revealed to us visibly. And then Jesus uh, uh, comes to us and fills us. And the church, you and I, we become the sacrament of Jesus. So we're the sacrament of Jesus sharing in his very life. How else will he spread his good news, his redemption to the world, but through us? So we are the sacrament making the invisible love of God visible in our daily lives, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or not. We can be the cause of atheism if we don't show our friends, our dialogue partners any different than they already know in their not knowing. Does that make sense? So it's very important. So how I want to frame this right now is the sacramentality is in uh, the injunction to honor our parents, to honor our mother and father. In the book of Sirach, we're asked the question, what can you give back to your parents that equals their gift to you? And obviously, it's incomparable. We can't. 
I understand some parents are not, well, all parents are not perfect, and some is uh, it's very difficult and not a, a good relationship, maybe all in all. We are all imperfect and can choose to emphasize what our parents, where they've gone wrong, and we can accuse, we can judge, we can hold a grudge, or we can choose to be grateful for all they have done. They've given us life. What greater gift could we have in their cooperation with God? It is not dismissing the neglect or abuse, if that is the case, but noting that there are still good things to be grateful for. And as we become older, we get more dependent and we need other people more. Yet most often, the more and more the elderly need help, the fewer people there are to help them. And we operate on the principle of subsidiarity. That means handle it at the lowest level. So as children, we do whatever we can to help our parents. And then if we need to uh, ask for outside help, we do that as well. But it's on us in that care. And the question is, what can't I do? But the question is, what can I do? What am I able to do for those who gave me life? no matter what the background and the history's been. At some point, it runs out. We won't have the chance anymore. We won't have the chance to call them. So while we can, we must. Maybe we're just too selfish or busy isn't the busyness the scourge of our time? Isn't it fighting against the spiritual life and holiness that we're all called to? Think of all the times that you haven't loved somebody because you're too busy. I do it left and right all the day long. I just run by people because I got something over here to do. We only have right now, so let's use it. And there's no doubt that this honor should be for our parents, but I'm going to stretch us and say the, the way that you feel for your parents, and that's special honor, to, and you go there, that's for everyone. That's the way we should be for everyone, not just my parents, not just my family. Because when you receive the Eucharist, you are committing, it's an oath, it's a sacrament that you all are my family. And we know how much we need the Lord to do that. But we become Catholic. We become universal. We extend it to all. Is it not incredible to think that the earth is crammed full of the love and joy of heaven? Is it not amazing that we can invite the saving and healing power of God into our lives anytime and any place? Wow. We have a God who is alive for us in power and love. We have a God who is everywhere and can be totally present to us in all of our relationships if we would only take off our shoes, realizing that he has flooded the world with his holiness. We have a God who's ready to act. God wants a new love, a love that we have never known before to be born in our hearts. This day is ready to renew us in his love 
and transform the world. Are we ready to take off our shoes? May our lives be crammed full of heaven.